Ambition is all about sharing stories, tips, and new ways of thinking about being a working parent, especially designed for families living in this do-it-all world. On the podcast, we're looking to spark dialogue and inspire each other to find a more sustainable way to parent, work, and thrive. And we are nothing short of that on this, our second summer series episode, where we are focusing on three ways to rethink the magic of summer, the magic and the chaos of summer. If you're anything like me, you're probably listening to this episode while on your way to the camp bus stop, or maybe we're, you know, in your ear while you're at the pool and also on your laptop and also, you know, feeding out snacks to all the kids. I think so many of us are in the mode of trying to make the most of summer, and that can be truly exhausting. It's like the idea of hustle culture just rolled over into summer, and instead of getting breaks and you know peace and quiet and slowing down, things just amped up and got harder uh, because we need to fill the time or we need to find ways for our kids to be busy so that we can get things done at work. And you're not alone if you're feeling that way. In fact, like there are entire psychological organizations putting together tips and information for working parents and and stay-at-home parents on how to manage the summer stress. And I know at our house, we have a hard enough time just doing the same routine every day and getting the kids out the door without a massive fight or feeling like we ran a marathon. And in the summer, it just feels like it gets worse. You had to sign up for camps in January and now we're kind of like hit with how do you plan it all and how do you manage all of it and you know try not to miss a camp drop off or try not to get a late pickup because of a work meeting it's you know really hard and um one of the things that i wanted to bring to the audience and bring to the podcast is a way of kind of shifting our thinking about all the things that need to happen in summer or creating a magical experience and just focusing a little bit more on like the foundational elements that we need in order to get through summer as working parents, really giving ourselves permission to just do that. It doesn't have to be magical. We don't have to try to do it all. We can um, have fun and enjoy ourselves while just keeping it simple. And one of the things that kind of that cracked me up as I was doing research for this uh, podcast is there's a study done a couple of years ago by Groupon. They found that parents would rather do just about anything instead of plan summer break. They'd rather go to the DMV, talk to their in-laws for an hour, or even file taxes rather than planning the summer. And I get it. The pressure is on and we always feel like we need to you know, make the most of it. And that was actually Scott and I last summer. It was my first summer in a non-corporate position where I felt like I had all this flexibility and we, you know, the sky was the limit. We could just make the summer as magical as possible. Um, And we made a big deal out of that for our family. Uh, We spent eight weeks traveling to see friends and family. We drove across the country And I had these beautiful visions of what that would look like. You know, Scott working from the road, I would take time off, the kids would love all the adventures, and we would just make it as magical as possible. And, you know, as most things in life, it didn't go that smoothly last summer, but we learned a lot from the experience. And what I wanted to be able to share with all of you were these three key things that we learned during that summer experience in hopes that it helps you to slow things down and even like to just step back and say, what do we really want for this summer? And what do I need in order 
for that to be possible. And so three key things that we did last summer based on a lot of learnings and some amazing trip ups were one, we got super clear about boundaries at work. Two, we reimagined what magical looked like for the kids. And three, we got super tight with our village and asked for the help that we needed. And so the story behind the boundaries was I was very fortunate that my colleagues and clients didn't mind if I was on a call in the car or you know showing up between a hike and a beach visit. Um, I had taken on, despite thinking I was not going to work over the summer, a great project came up that I couldn't turn down. It was continuing work that I had started with a client early in the year. I really wanted to do it. And it also meant great gain for my family too. It was a great, great job plus good money Plus, um, you know, gave us something, gave me something fun to work on over the summer. But that meant that, you know, some of the expectations from the summer were different and the way that I showed up at work was different. And after, a, you know, probably four weeks of the beginning of the project kind of really burning me out because I was trying to do it all. I was trying to do all the things with the kids and show up on the calls. I realized that aside from those mission critical meetings for board prep or, um, you know, deliverables that just could not be missed, I did have some flexibility in how the schedule could be run. And I asked for the space that I needed. And despite my assumption, like, you know, my working assumption was, oh my goodness, you can't ask for that. They're going to think you can't deliver or they're going to think that you're not committed. Instead of that being true, I actually found that my client and my colleagues were super happy to create a schedule that worked for everyone. They were dealing with summer schedules too. They were trying to make the most of the experience for themselves and their families. And so why not have a conversation around what we needed in order to give ourselves permission to have a different summer schedule? In terms of reimagining what magic looked like for my kids, I had some really unrealistic expectations there. I wanted to be part of every moment. I wanted every moment to feel like Disneyland without the price tag. And instead of keeping up with that unrealistic magical pace, I decided to get super comfortable with easy, bored, let them find their own creativity, as well as not trying to dictate what they did every second of the day with us or with someone else. Um, so I got comfortable with some iPadding with grandma and grandpa. We also took advantage of squeezing some fun activities in without them needing to take over the whole day. So you could go to the pool for an hour and come home and let them rest the rest of the day. You could have a day just at home working on some fun art projects and allowing them to pick a fun movie. Not everything had to be something big and bold. And we kind of leaned in to the beauty of boredom. And this is one of the things my mom said on one of the early podcast episodes is that they need to be bored to find their creativity. So give them the space and time to do that. And then for the village, I know that finding a village can sometimes be hard. Sometimes you have people that you can reach out to. Sometimes you don't. And so building that is important. But the lesson that we learned is that recognizing the importance of the village can make things so much easier. And if you are willing to open the door and create space for the people around you to help, it can make things so much easier. And also doing that in a way that allows you to let go of the guilt and the feeling of being a burden it's freeing. It actually lifts this whole level of stress off. And we've really leaned into that this summer too with some of our friends in the neighborhood and with family where 
like I've got a network of people who are doing camps with the kids and we're splitting pickups and we're sharing play dates after camps um, in order to make work schedules work. Uh, my kids are going to go to anti-camp with my sisters. They're going to spend time with my other brother and sister-in-law while I get time away with my mom and sisters. We're going on vacation with the other grandparents and have you know date nights planned where aunts and uncles and grandparents are going to watch the kids so that we can get away. We're also taking two full weeks off work as a family to vacation so that we feel like we can soak up some of those moments without work. Um, while still allowing ourselves the opportunity to work on meaningful projects over the summer. So I hope that those uh, tips are helpful and those ways of kind of reimagining the magic of summer will help you feel like you can design things a little differently this summer. And even though they were summer lessons for us last year, they've become life lessons in the way that we look at planning out work and life on a regular basis. Doesn't mean that we're not going to still find ourselves stressed out this summer. There might not still be some anxiety as we go through the summer, but I do feel like we have things a little bit better handled and we've got the support system that we need in order to make it a little bit easier this summer. And quite frankly, I think it's going to be a whole lot more fun rather than spending my time planning out every single second of what we're going to do at every minute. We spent our time planning out, you know, what does magic look like for us? What are the boundaries we need at work? And what's the village that we need to help? And hopefully things will be a little bit smoother this summer. I'd love to hear your thoughts as you jump into this. So please join us for the conversation on Instagram at Reimagine Ambition is our handle. And you can also send us feedback. Look for the link in the show notes. We have a a feedback section on our website because we'd love to hear your ideas and tell us how you define or redefine the magic of summer. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.